Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Will it be party time in Cleveland or can the Cubs extend the World Series? Game five of the Fall Classic on Sunday night. Indians holding a 3-1 lead as they send Trevor Bauer to the mound his first career World Series start. He faces the Fall Classic veteran John Lester who makes his fifth World Series start. Early on, the Cubs ace lefty looked untouchable. Lester. Got it. Lester trying to come through for the Cubs. Stephen May. Curveball got him. Lester strikes out all three. Here's a pop-up right side. Foul ball. Will it stay in play? Ross is there, and he gets an assist. Right there. See that camera? That probably gave him a little bit of a reach, and here comes his partner in crime. That happened in a World Series game back in about 1980. Two out, nobody on, and Jose Ramirez steps in. Waits for the 0-1. And hits one a ton into left. Back at the wall, it is good. And the Indians strike first in game number five. When he asked Terry Francona about Jose Ramirez, he says he's just made himself a great hitter. And after a terrific regular season, he has stayed hot in the postseason. Fly ball, shallow right, slicing foul. Here is Hayward. Made the catch! And even Bauer has to smile at that. He climbed the wall and had to reach behind him. He was prepared to go on the stands. You see him reach up and come back and get it. Cubs know that those guys are a moment away from getting in. You've got to put something on the board right here. Fly ball, deep left center field, back toward the wall. He's got a chance. Gone. That's what you do with a fastball in the middle of the plate. You hit a line drive rocket over the 368. Side and left center, and it comes around the board. This place is shaking. First and third, nobody out. Addison Russell at the plate. Left side, here comes Rizzo. No play at the plate, everybody's safe. Two to one. David wants something up and out. The Indians are going to try to roll something soft and get him to roll over. High fly ball to left. That sends Santana back. Tagging is Zobrist. Another run, it's three to one. 
Roberto Perez, a catcher, and Coco Crisp is on deck. Here we go, the pitch. Perez, a bouncer to short. Moving to his left is Russell. Lots of time. Strong throw. Inning over. That's in the center. This ball is down. That's a base hit. It's a one-run game. In the score is Davis. It's 3-2. Lindor delivers with two out. Cubs three, Indians two, sixth inning, two down. The runner goes, the pitch outside, the throw by Ross, and the tag. He's out. He's out. Great throw, David Ross. Lindor caught stealing. The inning comes to an end. Well, there's a lot going on here in the seventh inning. Those two veterans, such good friends, battery mates, David Ross and John Lester, a hug. 90 pitches tonight. One ball and two strikes on Perez. And the big left-hander fires. Ground ball to second base. Baez has it, throws to first. The inning is over. Chapman gets out of it. So now the tying run 90 feet away. And here it comes. Strike three call. Lindor caught looking. Chapman did not bat for the Cubs this season. Cubs by one. A strikeout ends the inning. Indians down to their last strike. Chapman brings it. Swing and a miss. And there will be a game six. The Cubs edge the Indians 3-2 as they stay alive in the World Series. The Indians will bring a 3-2 series lead back to Cleveland for game six on Tuesday. Aroldis Chapman records a career-high eight-out save, and his 42 pitches were too shy of his career-high, which also came against the Indians last season. John Lester turns in six strong innings to improve to four and one in five career World Series starts. The Indians lose for the first time in nine games this postseason when scoring first. For more on the Cubs 3-2 victory in game five, here's MLB.com's Jeff Nelson from Wrigley Field. During the postseason, guys are asked to do more than what they're used to during the regular season. That's exactly what Joe Madden asked of Aroldis Chapman. Give me more than three outs. Well, he gave him eight outs. Chapman goes into the seventh inning with a runner in second base with only one out, gets out of that jam, goes on and pitches two more innings for the save and saves the Cubs' hopes to go on to a game six. Total for Chapman, two and two-thirds, one hit, four strikeouts. The last guy to get eight outs for the save in a World Series, not a reliever, his starter. Madison Bumgarner, game seven of the San Francisco Giants against the Royals in 2014 World Series. Cubs go on to game six, head to Cleveland. The Indians will try to wrap up their first world title in 68 years in game six. Meanwhile, the Cubs try to force a game seven on Wednesday. Here is MLB.com's Tim McMaster and Jack Morris with a game six preview. The 2016 World Series is headed back to Cleveland as the Cubs take care of business with a 3-2 win here at Wrigley Field in Game 5. Tim McMaster along with Jack Morris, they have life. They head back to Cleveland and momentum's a funny thing how quickly it can turn. It truly is and they're set up well with their starting pitches. Jake Arrieta is going to take the mound in Game 6 against Josh Tomlin. Tomlin pitched well. Arietta beat Bauer. He doesn't face Bauer again who has lost the two games that the Cubs have won. 
And, and you know, I think it's going to be another classic pitching matchup. Both managers are going to try to get them through five or six innings, and then it'll be up to the bullpen again. Tomlin did such an unbelievable job here at Wrigley with the wind blowing out in game three to get the Indians that victory. But he's going on short rest now. Arietta full strength. We knew this would be a factor if we got late into this series. Does it matter? I know Tomlin didn't throw a ton of pitches in game three. I don't think it's going to matter. Adrenaline really does take over. It sounds like the weather is going to be good in Cleveland. He's had back-to-back -back really good starts for the Indians. And, and, you know, I think his breaking ball is his go-to pitch. As long as he can command his pitches, and typically on short rest, you feel like you have better command and less velocity. So, you know, in those kind of games, adrenaline takes over. I have no problem with Tomlin uh, with three days rest. Terry Francona had a front-row seat for many years watching John Lester mow down opponents in the postseason, but now the two men are on opposite sides. Here is Francona speaking about Lester and his effort against the Indians in Game 5. He was, as advertised, I mean, you know, Ramirez with a really good swing. That, you know, Because that's all we had to show for about four or five innings. And, you know, you kind of figured that we'd probably need more. Um, he's just, he's, he's, he's really good and a little bit like we've seen with Kluber. You get late in the year, and he certainly doesn't shy away from competition. There's been no one hotter in the fall classic than Francisco Lindor, but even he did not stand a chance against Aroldis Chapman in the top of the eighth. Here is Lindor speaking about Chapman and about the Cubs' pitching performance overall. There is mixing and matching um, times to home play, and uh, they, they played better than us today. Um, they kept us on our toes our whole entire game, and uh, they, they came out with a victory. Were you surprised to see Aroldis Chapman come in so early? No, no, because I mean, I've seen it. We've seen it with Miller, we've seen it with Allen, we've seen it with Shaw. So, I mean, that's part of the game, you know. When you have a good reliever like that, you're going to bring him in as soon as you, you think you get a chance to win. Mike Dapoli is playing in his third career fall classic with three different teams as he seeks his second ring. Here is the veteran slugger's thoughts on the fall classic heading back to Cleveland for game six on Tuesday. We did what we wanted to do here, you know, get to play in front of our fans. You know, we put ourselves in a situation to win, you know, tonight, but um, they played a good ball game. It was, you know, good overall baseball game and, and uh, you know, we'll have an off day tomorrow and we'll, we'll be happy to get out there in front of our fans. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I mean, if you, if you didn't know, they, we were sold out tonight, you know, for a watch party, so. Can you imagine when we're playing there? It's going to be pretty fun. So they're going to be fired up. And they're, they're going to get us going, and, uh, you know, we play well at home. Trevor Bauer was outstanding through the first three innings, but things got away from him in the fourth as the Cubs took a 3-1 lead. Here is Bauer talking about that tough frame against the Cubs offense. No, I executed the pitch. Like, I can't control what happens when the ball leaves my hand. I threw it exactly where I wanted to. Roberto didn't move his glove at all, and he hit it. So, you know, good for him. And like I said earlier, I executed everything that inning I thought except for the uh, hit that Zobras got, so bad luck, I guess. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.